0: We are raw and real mothers sharing our struggles, triumphs, and everything in between. We are
1: all about being authentic and sharing who we are. None of us have it all together. We know how
2: hard motherhood is. We also know how joyful motherhood is.
1: We're here to grow with you.
3: We're here to empower and support each other.
4: As we share our hearts, we become stronger. Our stories bring us together. The mother heart is within every woman. Hi, welcome to our mother heart podcast. We're so excited to be here together and to have you here with us. Uh, we will be taking a minute to reflect on just what's on our hearts. And you can write in your journal. Uh, you can just ponder about it and share with someone. You're welcome to share with us on Facebook or Instagram in the comment section uh, what what's on your hearts right now. So we'll just... Have a moment of silence. we're going through a lot right now sorry I'm already getting emotional with COVID-19 and the social isolation that we're experiencing and um, I don't know if that's what's on your minds and hearts but it's definitely coming to the surface for me Um, would anyone like to share what's on their heart
2: I just have been wondering, like, if if I had known this pandemic was going to sweep over the world, how would I prepare differently for the next pandemic or the next fire or the next um, big thing that could happen in our life, um, in our lives, in our community, in our world? Um, so that's been on my mind, like, what would I do differently? How would I prepare differently so that I can be physically prepared, spiritually prepared in all the ways. So that's what's been on my heart about the coronavirus and what we're, as we're being quarantined and sheltering in place so that we can avoid spreading this and avoiding
0: as many deaths as we possibly can.
5: So the thing that came to me a couple days ago was um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of talk about, can you guys hear me by the way? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a lot of talk about being prepared um, temporally and, you know, all of us kind of feel that stirring, like maybe we should get more prepared if something else happened. At least I have. But what really came strong to me was being prepared in my relationships and healing my relationships, growing closer to my family members, and so I really have had this reoccurring thought too come up, like I've been questioning what sin is, um, and I really feel like sin is when we have hurt our relationship with God, or we've hurt our relationship with ourselves, or we've hurt our relationships with others, and... Uh-huh it makes it a lot more gentle knowing that it's not about me displeasing God, but it's about a relationship with someone, with myself. And so if that, if relationship is sin, like if we sin, if sin is the cause of a hurt, hurt in a relationship, then forgiveness is healing in that relationship. And I've been healing a lot of the relationship with myself lately. And realizing a lot of things, having this isolation and stillness time and pretty strong, powerful witnesses from God of things that I've been carrying my whole life that he's helping me heal from. Because I had the desire to grow closer to my husband and man, it's powerful stuff. I really feel like the world is, we're elevating in our spiritual connection to God. And if you want to receive it's the conduit is open and you can receive the things you desire. So those have been my thoughts today.
4: (laughs) I love that Rachel. So I've had, when I first heard about the outbreak, um, immediately, uh, a phrase, a quote from President Nelson, a prophet, and uh, who we believe is a prophet, uh, and we follow as a prophet called of God to guide us and help us to stay anchored to Christ in these latter days. And I immediately recalled him um, addressing us and promising us peace, and that promise has just stuck with me. I feel that it is so literal, and we we can have that peace now and always as we follow Christ. And I, I a couple of weeks ago, was searching and searching for it. I spent like hours trying to find it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. It's like, I swear he said that. I know he did. I read like every latest conference talk, because I knew it was recently. And finally, a friend shared actually the current month's April's enzyme. actually, is it next month, March or April's because the enzyme usually comes out a little bit before the month. Um, and I found the quote, and the whole article was familiar to me, and I don't know if he shared it somewhere else or if it was just like some kind of spiritual like I just something I knew in my heart. so I want to share um. The quote. I'm going to read. There's two parts to it. He he begins the his talk, um, talking about the turmoil that we live in. Uh, he says, "Here and now, we live in a time of turmoil. Earthquakes and tsunamis wreak devastation. Governments collapse. Economic stresses are severe. The family is under attack, and divorce rates are rising. We have great cause for concern, but we do not need to let our fears." displace our faith. We can combat those fears by strengthening our faith. And then here is my favorite part. He says, I promise you that as you follow Jesus Christ, you will find sustained peace and true joy. That promise has stuck with me this whole time, and I have felt that promise.
5: Kylie, that's so powerful because the first thing I wrote on my paper that came to my heart was peace in Christ. And it's been running through my mind all night. Um, and I've also felt this increase of joy just knowing Him and just knowing that I can turn to Him through everything. Um, I just feel this increase, this flow of joy in my life. And I. No, it's because I've turned to the Savior through all the things that I've been through, and he's helped me get to a higher place, a more pure place inside myself, and I truly feel that joy. So thank you. We're on the same wavelength. I love
0: that. As I was
1: first... Can you guys hear me? Okay. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes, I can. A little bit, but
4: now I think you're good. Okay.
1: Um, a few weeks ago I was reading the assigned reading for the week from the come follow me manual that our church puts out. Um, and I was reading a verse from Jacob chapter one, verse five. And he says this, this is in the Book of Mormon for because of faith and great anxiety it truly had been made manifest unto us concerning our people what things should happen unto them and so I was I was just deeply impressed by that I just felt um, an inspiration from Heavenly Father that that was what I needed to um, lead with like sure I can have faith. Sure, I have anxiety, but there is a place and time there where we could have both. And by so doing, it can propel us forward into action, to taking the necessary steps to be prepared spiritually, prepared physically, temporally, prepared in our relationships. Um, <clears throat> so there is a place for it. So for me, I've been trying to find kind of a a balance with that. Throughout this, I feel like I kind of just do this thing, you know, going, kind of going back and forth. But I, I truly believe that there is a place for both, um, because it can propel
4: us forward into action. I think it's important to know that if you are feeling anxiety, it doesn't necessarily mean you're lacking in faith. Right. Sometimes you just experience anxiety and you still have faith faith is when you hold on no matter what feelings you're having faith isn't faith isn't determined by how you feel inside it's determined by what you do and where your heart turns whether you turn to christ or turn away from him
1: right right because these are these moments are times when we are tested right like, how, how am I going to act in this situation? Am I going to withdraw? And am, am I going to just, or am I going to reach out and love and serve and keep trying to be like the Savior? What It's a choice that I have.
5: That's what I've been feeling is I have a choice in this. I can let it defeat me, and I can get all anxious and scared and uptight because I'm used to connecting with people, and I'm very – much an extrovert and I love social interaction and I can go back to my belief that I'm not supported and blah, blah, blah. And I can get in this spiral of emotions or I can choose to see the opportunities. And I'm grateful that I have made that choice to see the opportunity because I've seen so many opportunities. I've seen the joy and the peace and the amazing blessings that God's wanting to give to me personally. It's like, wow, okay. I'm not saying I don't go back and forth between those two emotions probably regularly, but I know I can continue to choose to see the opportunity. Yeah.
4: I wrote a poem um, years ago when I was uh, dealing with a severe amount of anxiety. And for a moment I thought I didn't have enough faith. And I slowly learned just what I shared with you guys, that faith, faith, Faith isn't necessarily the absence of anxiety, and um, I still like to share the poem. If I botch it, then I'll sh- ha- we'll put it in the comments correctly, because I'm going off of memory, and it's been years since I've shared this. So um, why have doubt and why have fear when they won't get you anywhere? Um, yeah. Faith uh okay. I'm going to share parts of the poem cause I can't remember all of it. So <laughs> That's why I have doubt and why I have fear when they won't get you anywhere. Um, faith will only bring you down. Uh, faith will only keep, hold you back. Okay guys, you talk, I'm going to find it and then I'll share it with you. How about that? <laughs> but I, it, anyway, it really helped me during that time. And I think I mean, I don't think I'm like a famous, amazing poet, but just the message for me was helpful and maybe it could be helpful to you. So I'll try to find it real quick.
0: Okay. I think it was so interesting this last Sunday. um, We got, I got to spend some time with my family. There's 11 children in my family and we're all married with kids and whatnot. And we live actually fairly close, so we get together quite a bit. But it was really fun to get to. um, We did a Zoom meeting like this. My parents are elderly, and we didn't want to get them sick. Um, And so they they said, "Hey, well, let's do a Zoom meeting." And it was fun to see all of their faces, to be able to connect, to talk. And we just kind of went through and said, "How are you doing? What are you doing?" And I don't know. um, Some of you might not know, but Utah had a uh, Uh, earthquake just you know not too long ago a couple days ago and it was actually it was a 5.7 um and it was a little bit farther north than when where we are but my sister lives fairly close by and her house was shaking and um that scared her her daughter was in her bedroom and uh everything started falling off the shelves and off the walls and just freaked her out. So she comes out screaming and they all get under the, uh, the kitchen table and, um, one of her sons. So then they, then they could feel all of the aftershocks as well. And one of her sons was so scared that he just stayed under the table like the whole day. And, um, and I had another, another, uh, niece from a different family and they same thing she had a bunch of stuff fall off her shelf and so she came running into her mom screaming you know um and and so it's kind of a scary thing um to to feel that wake up to that um not only now we have the coronavirus this pandemic that's filled the world but now we've got earthquakes and um other Economic hardships that we're we're facing—it's a scary time right now. But I think that um, right now is a good time to really connect and reevaluate where we've been spending our time, and um, and really just connect with each other to kind of connect with God to um, really just to connect with our neighbors. Um, and reevaluate maybe what's the most important things in our life. You know, I think that's, that's what challenging times are for, right? Is to, is to really recognize, am I on the right path? Am I the person that I want to be? Am I, um, you know, am I as close with those people that I want to be close with? Have I, you know, neglected relationships that are important to me? Um, And so right now is a good time to reflect, especially since we're shut in our homes. There's, you know, uh, we can kind of have that stillness and and we aren't so busy running here and running there that we can actually just reflect and, you know, make, make course corrections if we need to, or just, you know, work on our relationships. It's been really fun actually to because it's just social distancing, right? We can still be social, but we just have to do it from a distance. Uh, we've had quite a number of neighbors, right? The physical distance, right? Um, but it's we've had lots of neighbors that you know are walking by down the street, and so we can catch up and say hi or texting, "Hey, how are you guys doing? Is everyone okay over there? You know, did you get scared?" And so all of these different ways of connecting has just been so fun. Um, and a lot more personal I feel like than when you know it's just a huge group going to church on Sunday and we we all just kind of meet together and go about our our regular lives but it's been so fun to connect individually with different people in different ways and uh, same thing with my family it was so fun to have one single conversation instead of 50 zillion everybody talking to each other and not feeling like you could actually connect with each one. So, you know, it, these are challenging times, but I think that, uh, with the challenge comes a lot of blessings as well. And that's something that we can focus on as we're reflecting about our lives as we're, you know? Yeah. uh, I, I think it's
2: incredible. Like we went, I went from having a full calendar, being busy every day, doing something with each of the children and, my husband having a full calendar to it's nothing almost now my husband will work from home and that's a huge blessing and there's nothing on my calendar meeting with you lovely ladies is every (laughs) once in a while a, a treat for me and but it's just I love that stillness that is coming from this pandemic it's very sad but there's that silver lining in it. There's that blessing of refocusing. And um, I remember Elder Bednar came to our stake here in Utah, in Elkridge a few, maybe it was two or three years ago. I don't know. Do you remember Rachel or Tanya? But it was a couple years ago. And I remember during his talk, he said, to, we need to refocus and not be so concerned about all the details on our list and getting everything checked off that is not what matters and he said i want you to reevaluate and look at your life and decide what is most important and where you need to put your time what are your priorities and that has stuck with me for these these past few years ever since he came and spoke to our stake and so This is just the most wonderful time for me to be reflective and to have it in front of my face. This, this, your family, your children, your relationships, like Rachel started out with saying, your relationships with each other is what is most vital, most important. Um, So that's just something I felt like I needed to share with everyone is what Rachel was saying and even Janessa hit on it about our relationships with each other and how important that is that we um, try to heal any wounds in relationships that may be there because what is Heavenly Father's plan it's eternal families and relationships
4: so I love that um, right for me I didn't, I haven't felt fear surrounding the COVID-19 when the earthquake hit though. And Janessa, I have family who were really affected by it as well. Um, That kind of woke me up, but I see it as a blessing because just like you guys are all saying, it allowed me to reflect and ask myself where my priorities are. And if my priorities are aligned in the way that I know in my heart, I want them to be. And it really got me wanting to focus more. For me, spirituality is very important and family is very important, just like you guys are talking about. And it got me wanting to just really hone in on that and prepare my family spiritually and be sure that my children know to turn to the Lord when they're going through a hard time so they can have peace. Because I know I know how to turn to Heavenly Father when things get hard or when things seem scary, and I know how to find peace the big question that I had to ask myself was, do my children know how? So I found the the poem. So I'm going to share it real quick. So it's called Choose Faith. Why have doubt and why have fear when they won't get you anywhere? Rather, faith will bring you through to that which you are destined to. If you doubt because you fear that faith won't get you to the door you're looking, hoping, praying for, what's the point when knowing fear and doubt? won't get you anywhere. Even if your faith doesn't take you where you plan to go, it will take you miles further than your fear will let you know. Fear will only hold you back, keep you from moving on the track. It may even shut you down, dig you deeper into the ground. But faith could never do such a thing. For faith, it is a godly thing. Faith may not bring you to that door that you are looking for, but it will always, always, always give you more.
2: I love that. Beautiful,
5: okay. We should post that, Kylie.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really helped me when I was struggling. That I, I don't feel like that was my poem. That was a poem I needed during that time. Mm-hmm. It helped me to let go of fear and helped me to trust a little more and know that it's okay to not know the end from the beginning because God's in control. And He knows, he knows the end from the beginning. And He knows us, and He will protect us at His command, and He will allow trials to come at His will. He's not going to let anything happen to us without Him being there by our side. And that that has been a huge testimony to me as I've gone through my own trials and as we've gone through this big global collective trial, is that God really is in control. He is. Yeah, that thought has really
1: helped me, too, um, through all of this. Like, oh, yeah, God knew this was happening, <laughs> knew that it was going to happen, and definitely he's in control of of everything that's going on. And so we can put our faith and trust in him to get us through it.
3: I, a couple of, well, for the past year and a half, a couple of times I had this dream and it was like somebody just telling me hard times are coming. Your family needs to be prepared. And it would wake me up and I would just be like, what? And I would go back to sleep and it would come again. Hard times are coming. Your family needs to be prepared. And so I've been talking to my kids about it, like, you guys, I had this dream. I don't know what it means, but I feel like we need to do something. And so kind of going back to what you said, Ana Maria, I now that I'm facing like, well, this is probably what that dream was talking about. Did I do enough to prepare? Did I, because like, kind of like what you said, Rachel, I felt at the time, I felt very strongly that it meant about my relationships our family needed to be strong and close so that we could stick together and rely on each other no matter what happens and but at the same time now i can see and i felt it too it's not just that it's also being physically prepared for whatever might happen and so i'm going in this circumstance did I do enough am I prepared and that's where the faith the fear can come in for me of what if I didn't do enough what if I didn't listen well enough what if I didn't take it seriously enough and then I have to turn to the faith like you said Kylie so beautifully in your poem and just say I did my best I did the best I could with the ability that I had at the time and God will see me through this That's what he's there for. He's not there for us to do everything perfectly. He's there to meet us wherever we can go with our meager abilities and take us where we need to be and get us through. So, that's Can I add
1: to that? Just a little little story. When um, one of my sons was just little, like three, four, I think, I asked him if he would help sweep the floor. And so he tried, he was doing his best. And he's like, I can't do this. I can't sweep the floor. And I said, just do your best and I'll take care of the rest. And all of a sudden I realized, oh wait, that's what God is telling me. Just do your best and I'll take care of the rest. Just do what you can do. And that's all, that's all that he's asking.
5: Yeah, I've had the same similar comforting thought is um, he's, held, he's been here for me in my everyday life and given me tender mercies on a daily basis and taking care of my every need. Why would he stop now? <laughs> it makes no sense. It's like, of course, he's going to continue to take care of me and provide for me and be there for me. And I have done my best. Could I have been aware of doing more? Yes. But this is why this opportunity is waking me up. Um, But I'm so grateful to know he's always there for me. He'll always be there for me. And he provides for me. And I'm grateful.
4: I think, I don't know about you guys, but I've gone through this period in my life where I thought doing my best, like, I know we're not supposed to be perfect, but then what is doing your best if it's not being perfect? And so I had this whole paradigm kind of thing going on and this confusion about what it really means to do my best. And I realized that we're, we're always kind of doing our best. Like, cause we're, we're imperfect. We're just, we're not gonna ever get it perfectly right. And it's okay. And that's why we have a God. That's why we have heavenly parents. And that's why we have a savior. Because he knows that and he's going to hold us and he's going to help us and he's going to lift us higher than we can. And when we're, you know, if I, I, I like to think about apocalypse stuff. I'm like really weird. Actually, when I first heard about the earthquake, I got really excited. I know, it's weird. Um, I was jumping up and down with joy because I'm like, Yes! yes it's like the apocalypse like bring on the second coming i want to meet the savior i was so excited but then like i talked to my sister and i was like this is hard and i started thinking about it and you know the emotions set in but there's still always this part of me (laughs) there's always this little part of me that's excited when like a earthly turmoil happens i'm weird i used to watch like natural disaster movies as a child and daydream about being in them so i don't know i think i was made for these days um (laughs) but um uh i well i just went on a major tangent that's not what i was (laughs) trying to talk about um i don't remember what i was saying i was going off of what she was saying oh is anyway we don't have to be perfect. God's going to carry us right here, right now where we are. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I like to daydream about, um, like if we, if I had not enough food storage, cause that's like a thing for us is we we've tried, you know, when we go shopping to get a bit of extra things and to build up our food storage, but it's kind of this lingering feeling inside of my heart is like, I will, I would like to have more than we have. And sometimes I have felt like, Oh, you know, I'm, I probably didn't do enough or I probably should have, you know, focused more on food storage instead of, you know, buying so many gifts for my child for their birthday or whatever it was. And, but I don't think God works that way. And I've, I mean, we've read so many stories about people in, in scriptures and in history who, who were, who didn't have food and were provided miraculously by the Lord. I mean, if you, if you know about pioneers, I mean, they were miraculously provided for. And I just totally believe and trust with all my heart that God will provide as we are trying and we are turning to Him.
3: That's what faith is. I think there's a part of faith too that says, but if not, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walking into the fire, we trust that our God will deliver us. But if not, We'll still trust him. We know no matter what we go through in this life, we're going to be okay. In the end, we're going to have joy that we can't even imagine. All of our tears will be turned into joy and happiness. So while we might suffer, some and people we love might suffer, eventually it's all going to be made right to the degree that we'll be like, wow, you did too much. That was too much. Goodness for the little bit of trouble that I
4: had. I love that, Tanya. Thank
0: you. It's amazing that we can have joy
5: even in troubled times. Like that's an amazing thing to me. And I just think that is really God's work and glory. It's to help us to have joy. Um, true joy running through us all the time. That's a process to discover how that works. But I really, really feel that he wants me to have joy. And I'm feeling it now. And it's a crazy time. So it must be possible.
2: <laughs> this This time is teaching me so much about who I am. Who, I, who my essence is. Um, when we're busy, it's so easy to um, allow our schedules to rule our lives and define us by our roles that we fill. And we forget when we're so busy who we are. And I just, I've been feeling during this time of stillness of I've had the chance to fully, not fully, but I get glimpses of myself, my true self. And it's, it's, I'm grateful. And I think Heavenly Father is giving us this stillness during this time in our lives so that we each can come to know who we are, so we can come to know our potential, and so that we can also see the potential in our families and in our children. and um I don't know, I don't know where I was going with that. I just know that each of us, every single one of us, has that divinity and that beauty and that glory within us, and it's time. It's time to take it from our hearts and share it with each other. so that's all I have to say there.
5: That seems like a beautiful place to end because. That's what we want, isn't it? To know our essence. And that's to know our power and our truth inside. For all of us women to know it.
4: I think to know our true selves is to know God. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I'm so thankful that we've been able to connect here together. Um, We may be experiencing social separation, Shirley, you had something to say about that. Can you share that real quick before we finish wrapping up?
1: Oh, um, I, so I was just reading somewhere, I think maybe some doctors at a hospital, I don't know, maybe it weren't mental health professionals, but they were saying that social distancing may not, it's kind of an off-putting phrase that we do need to socialize still. We still need to reach out to one another. We still need to find ways to serve one another. We can't just shut off from the world. Um, so maybe physical distancing is probably a healthier way of, of saying what we're trying to accomplish here. But but we can still socialize. In fact, we should because we need it and we need one another.
2: <laughs> and I encourage every single viewer or follower, every single woman, mother, father, everyone who sees this podcast, this recording, to form these heart circles where you can get on Zoom, Marco Polo, all of these great blessings we've been given through technology, especially during this time, to connect with those people who you need to connect with, your family, your friends, people you have relationships with and you want to keep strong. And this is a chance to even um, make those relationships stronger and healthier yeah that's what we're about we're about forming these heart circles where we share ourselves who we are
4: Yeah, thank you that is perfect um so thank you so much for listening we love you all we don't have to know you to love you we're sharing our hearts with you and we want to feel your hearts and um we just wish you the best uh, during this time and we hope for peace for all of you and that you can find a way to connect and, and especially that you can find a way to feel the Savior's love and peace in your life. Thanks for watching.
2: We love you. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye.
3: Thank you so much for joining our Mother Heart Circle. Please send us your thoughts, inspiration, experiences, and stories. Your voice is important. Your wisdom and your hearts are needed. We believe in you, we love you, and thank you for being you.
4: (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) Wait, is it starting? Oh, are you going to just cut that beginning out or what? Yeah.
0: Okay.